Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my pensive girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been it's uh, been a good week here. It is August 1st, 1997. It is. And where the hell did the summer go? It's the eighth month. <laughs> what do you think the song of the summer has been so far, Carol? The song of the summer? Yeah, the summer song. The The, you know... The big song of the summer of 1997, what do you think? I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to think about that. And the fuck? <laughs> we'll have to think about that and, and, and report back to you. But you guys could write in. LateFee1994 at AOL.com. Let us know your pick. What's your pick for the, the best song of the summer of 1997? Yeah. So um, we're talking about 90210, though. Are we? We are. We are talking about now to know today. If you want to. I do. All right. I want to talk about some things. Okay. <laughs> so this you episode. You had some thoughts on this episode? I, I did. This episode. Right into it, huh? No KY, nothing. Just right into the episode. Let's do it. Who cares about banter? Sorry, I didn't need any foreplay today. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, let's do it. All right. It's unusual. So. It's Thanksgiving. It is. I mean, not. It's August, but. Right. On, on the, the show. show. It's Thanksgiving. Because and, we're about one season behind. Yeah. And some months, apparently. But <laughs> the name of the episode was what? Breast Side Up or something? Breast Side Up. So weird. Um, you know, Everyone when I. Everyone has sex breast side up in the show. When I saw that that was the name of the episode, I was concerned that it was going to be another like lump in the breast scare thing. What? What do you mean? Who, who else said that? Oh, uh, I thought Brenda did. Did she? Yeah, and like. Oh God! Yeah, like what? Like five years ago? <laughs> yeah, like five years ago. Yeah, like nineteen ninety-two. I mean, it's been like five years since Brenda's been on the show. Yeah. But um, it's not it's not about breasts, breasts. It's about turkey breasts. So well, those are still breasts, but yeah, not well, the not, same. No, because they're not. It's not actually actually. I guess they're they're called breasts, but they're not really right. because they're not. Birds don't lactate, so they don't. I mean, you know what I mean? There's it's not it's not the same in any way, really. Anyway, I don't remember what we started with, but um. I want to a fifth of alcohol. (laughs) Oh, it was yeah. They went to the fucking grocery store, and it was like a whole stupid scene. You know, supermarket sweep. (laughs) It was like that, but less fun. Like apparently, Brandon's hosting Thanksgiving with Valerie at their house, Uh and they've invited everybody because for some reason nobody's having Thanksgiving with their own families. Yeah, it's weird. And uh, they all are shopping together for this. Mm-hmm. There was like four or five shopping carts going on. How many people are they feeding? Like when why, I shop. Why is everybody buying something? Like do they split up a list or? Well, they, he, he said you have your list. So like everybody had a list. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. Then I guess they're dividing and conquering the. 
the grocery store. Apparently, I, Claire was just there to get paper towel. It was so weird. Yeah, she grabbed one roll of paper towel, and then she's like, mm, and she grabs another one, and there's like five rolls of paper towel. Like, what are you doing? I guess the implication was they're slobs. Okay. But I don't know. It wasn't funny. <laughs> no, but it really thought it was. <laughs> There was just so much going on. It was a bit that really thought it was funny. You're right. Yeah. It just shouldn't have been. Um, At one point, Kelly's riding in in Brandon's cart. Yeah. That was weird. The whole Brandon and Kelly thing this episode is weird. So Brandon's girlfriend is going home to have Thanksgiving with her family in New York. And Colin's going to have Thanksgiving, I'm assuming, with his family in New York also. Who knows? He's going to New York. Some gay art patrons that he used to know in New York. Right. So that leaves them, you know, single, I guess, for the weekend or whatever. Well, they, they sure think so. Right. And they're just spending every second together. It's Holding hands. Not good. Skipping stones or whatever. Right. So, yeah, they're, they're getting ready to do this big Thanksgiving dinner. And um, Donna and her boyfriend. Joe. Yeah. They, they're they like, oh, you know, we can't stay, guys, so we got to go. Because they're having a fucking deposition the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, you know, like most lawyers, they work the day before Thanksgiving. Seems kind of weird. That Wednesday before Thanksgiving's the biggest bar night of the year, and it's also the biggest uh, lawyer uh, night of the year. Right. So... They have to go, and Ray is fucking there, and they're staring at each other across the table like, he was abusive. It seems like maybe they would have made some kind of arrangement where they don't have to stare at each other. He also doesn't need to be present at her deposition. Right. The whole thing's weird. And at one point, he tries to talk to her, and she's like, don't talk to me. Like, he he had no purpose. No, I'm, I assume what happened was is that uh, his agent had a mediation of his own and negotiated that Ray be in this episode and have at least one speaking line so that he could get his check. Yeah, and his whole speaking line was Donna. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wonder how hard it was to memorize that line that week. Right? I hope he enjoys that paycheck. <laughs> he really earned it. So, I mean, what are your thoughts about this whole thing? You keep saying it's stupid, so... It is stupid. <laughs> Explain yourself. You mean the show? No, I mean um, the the legal proceedings here. So, I, I just think it's dumb that Ray thinks that, one, he's going to win this legal fight, which he's not. Right. And two, that he thinks that this is going to do anything but make Donna hate him more. Yeah. Like, he thinks that he can... This was like a huge bluff on his part. I mean, he's paying this lawyer. It's not like he's got a lot of money. (laughs) He doesn't have much money. No, you're right. That was the whole point of his character. But he's paying this lawyer as a bluff because he thought Donna would just agree to date him again if he threatened this. So stupid. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous, not thought out plan I've ever heard from any character on television. But do you think Joe's in any danger of actual criminal charges or losing his ability to play football or? What is, no, I mean, freaking Lawrence Taylor beat the fuck out of somebody and he was, he played in the Orange Bowl. 
Yeah. I mean, that's Nebraska. That's Tom Osborne. They don't give a shit about rules. But, um, no, like, I, what's the most he could get for a simple assault? You know, I, I mean, I don't think he's got... He's, it's, this isn't Con Air. He's not, like, his, his hands aren't lethal weapons. Right, right, right. He's not... Uh, <laughs> He didn't kill anybody. He's not looking at a long haul in prison. I would assume with no criminal record or anything, he'd get six months tops. I hope not even that, though, because he was protecting her. I don't think I don't think he's going to go to jail. I'm saying that's worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, But and I think in a lot of cases, he just get community service. But in this case, I don't think he's going to I don't think he's in danger of serving any time. Or doing anything. I think that uh, the facts are pretty clear and incontrovertible. He's in therapy for abusing her. Right. And they can certainly use that. And uh, because he invited her to therapy. Yeah. So she can testify to that. That was stupid. The therapist can't (laughs) testify. As to the nature of their relationship or whatever. But she can testify to what she overheard, what the therapist said to her. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Which was that he's dangerous right now. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Good points. So I I, I don't see how he's ever going to win this. Yeah. Well, I mean, they brought up the fact that, you know, he hit him more than once or whatever. But, like, who cares? He wasn't battered. No, he just pulled him off of her and smacked him around a couple times to make sure he knew to stop it. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, his arm was in the sling, but it's not broken now. It wasn't that long. So what, did he have a sprained elbow? I mean, <laughs> you know, like, it couldn't have been that, it couldn't have been that bad. Right. So that's what's going on with them right now as they're dealing with this legal shit. And apparently Joe's birthday is on Thanksgiving. No, well, this year. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like not going to be every year. Thanksgiving is a movable feast. But it's always going to be around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Not the best time, but not the worst time to have your birthday. No, not as bad as Donna, whose birthday is on Christmas. Is that, oh, her birthday's Christmas? I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. She mentioned that to him, too. Yeah, because her one, one year for Christmas, David uh, fucking blew her off. Remember? Yeah. And it was like, it's my birthday, too. Yeah, yeah they got into some kind of fight or whatever. He wants sex. I don't remember what it was. So she wants to make his birthday super special because she feels bad for him that it's on a holiday. Mm-hmm. And she decides that she's going to give him a very special gift. Yeah, her pussy. God, why do you got to be so fucking crude? <laughs> How do you want me to say it? Her flower. Oh, that's even worse. She's giving him her cherry. <laughs> there you go. I like cherry. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So she's decided she's finally going to give it up. Mm-hmm. And when she tells Kelly, she is again the judgmental hoebag that she always is. God, I hate Kelly's character so much. Ugh. She's just awful. Yeah. She. Yeah. She's like. Oh, are you sure you want to do this? I don't know. This Joe guy seems like a piece of shit. She's like, you haven't known him that long. I mean, right. you barely know him. 
are you sure you're the only one you're he's sleeping with? Like, yeah, that's insulting. Oh yeah, she said that's insulting. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, don't do it. Like, she's basically telling her, don't do it. At one point, Donna's like, oh, so it's okay for you, but not for me. She's like, well, no. And I say it's about time she had sex. She said she's going to be 21 soon. So. The longer, I thought she said she was already 21. Maybe she's. No, her birthday is coming up. Yeah. But the longer you, you passed a certain age. I mean, you shouldn't just have sex when you're like 11. But, um, but past a certain age, the longer you wait, especially as a girl, in my opinion, then the more built up it gets in your mind. And then like that it's gotta be super special and like, you know, it's like it just becomes a thing. Yeah. And it shouldn't become a thing. Yeah, because that's a lot of pressure on the guy too. Yeah. What's the oldest that you've ever known as far as somebody being a virgin? Well So I don't know how many I don't know how much I want to get into personal family details or anything. But uh, my Aunt Marion grew up during a time period when uh, you didn't have sex before you were married, and she never got married. And when when she was on her deathbed and my Aunt Penny asked her if she'd ever had sex, that was her response. So my guess is never. Wow. So I've known at least a couple people that uh, died virgins. Wow. A couple. Wow. Yeah, so that's, hmm. you know. But if you're talking about, like, our generation, like, you know, friends of ours and stuff like that, um, who, who you know, waited a while but then actually did have sex, um, I'm not going to mention her name, but it was a woman, and I believe she was 28. Wow. Yeah. That is old. Not an unattractive woman either a fairly attractive woman but it was just a thing for her so yeah she was like 28 i think okay i knew a dude who was 25 and i don't know that he ever did lose it but he was 25 when i knew he was a virgin so interesting you'll have to tell me off the air but that's i mean that seems like a long time for a dude well yeah, I mean, I guess. I Yeah, do you think dudes lose their virginity faster than women on average? I guess. Um, I don't know about faster on average, but I think that it would be more socially like stigmatized for a guy in his 20s to be a virgin than for a girl in her 20s to be a virgin. Yeah, probably. I mean, guys are like, you know, seeking it out. Right. I don't know about the guy you know, knew. Like I said, you also tell me off the air who it was. But... Um, the woman that I knew that finally did lose her virginity became a lesbian or didn't become a lesbian. She was a lesbian. And having sex confirmed that? I guess, yes. Yeah. So it makes a little more sense why she waited so long. That brings up like the whole Chasing Amy debate too. Like, is somebody a virgin if they... Well, she didn't have sex with a woman either. Okay. Before then. All right. So I think she was... I think she was... um, I don't think she wanted to be. Yeah. I think she was fighting it. Yeah. It's a hard road. She would go on dates, but, you know, just nobody ever stuck. Makes sense. Yeah, and then later we all realized why. So Donna then asks also uh, Claire and Kelly for advice about 
having safe sex, which is like to me, it's kind of funny at that age. Like right. you should know. Yeah, you've been through sex ed. She's like, are condoms safe? And Kelly says, not as safe as not doing it. Ugh, Kelly. And then uh, Claire flops down in the chair, and she's like, "Ask Claire; she knows all about it, or whatever." <laughs> she's like, "What you know about safe sex and whatever birth control, that kind of stuff?" And Claire's like, "Isn't it too early for this?" <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, she's getting all ready, and then she also does the weirdest thing, and I don't know where she got the idea. Um, I think it's a bit over the top and crazy. Some producer made a phone call. That's the reality of wh- why this happened. But uh, she decides she wants to get, what's his name? What's yep. his name? What's his name? I don't remember. Do you? He's I'm, a professional football player. I'm, I'm sure you know. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you flounder for it. I want to say. See if you can come up with any part of it. Ryan. Okay. Ryan. Bradley. Ryan Bradley. Correct. Did I get it? Yes. Yay me. Ryan Bradley, also known as Steve Young. Damn it! So you were <laughs> you were close. Ryan Bradley is the name he uses when he goes to strip clubs. He's a Mormon, allegedly. Not allegedly, he's a Mormon. He is a Mormon. He went to BYU, but allegedly, uh, the strip club stuff. So I'm sure he's not supposed to do that. Right. He's a left-handed quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and yes, he's a Mormon. So Donna goes to wherever he would be practicing football, I guess. <laughs> Filming uh, a segment for television. There you go. Um, and she's asking to be let in to talk to him. And he, just, she knows his agent, too. Just at the gate. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? They're not going to let you That's a, that. That is a rich person thing to do. Yeah, entitled. Yeah, because she just thinks that she can just show up there and be like, Oh, but we have money. <laughs> right. Like anybody else that anybody that lived in, I don't know, the fucking valley or whatever would assume they'd be shot to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a rich person's just like, oh, of course I can go up there. Yeah. Gates just open for me. <laughs> so, so, huh? so she goes there and the guards like, yeah, I'm sorry. They probably already left. Like, you know, I can't just let you in. You're not cleared. You're not on the gate. You know, whatever. And she's like, oh. And then this car pulls up (laughs) with vanity license plates that say sports agent. Yeah. Like his fucking agent. And this is what that was his real agent, by the way. Ah, that guest started (laughs) this. Like a fucking agent. Like I would, I, as a sports agent, if I was a sports agent, I would have been like, no. Mm, Right. Rewrite this. (laughs) I don't want people thinking my fucking vanity plate is this. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe that was his real car. Oh my god, then he's a douchebag. Right? But she she runs up and she's he's like she's like, oh, you know. And um he's like and cause because she's a attractive blonde woman <laughs> he doesn't pull his gun out of his car. Right. Because it is LA. Because they're they're all armed there? Well, it's I don't know. Um there's shootings on the freeway sometimes. Um but yeah, exactly. Yeah, follow the money, Carol. Um <laughs> But uh, he's like, uh, oh, you know, what? Uh, what's this lady? And she identifies herself to him by saying she is the daughter of Dr. Martin, who did his father's, his father's bypass surgery. Right. Like, what? What? She's like, you don't know me, but I'm Donna Martin, whatever Martin. So, like, you know, 
he did your father's bypass surgery. And he's like, yeah, okay. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, if if I wanted something, I wouldn't be like, hey, this is what my parents did for you, so you owe me? Right. And it seems creepy and stalkerish to know that personal information about it, it him. It does. Like, that is uh, um, a violation, right? I would think. Of some HIPAA laws or something. I would think it'd be some kind of confidentiality uh, violation. But uh, he agrees somehow to have this uh, football player Ryan. come to their Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a holiday. Ryan uh, Dempster. What would you call him? Ryan what? I called him Ryan Bradley because I'm an idiot. Ryan Bradley. But his name is... <laughs> I don't know. Dude, can he get close? Steve. Okay. Steve. The Harrington. <laughs> Steve Harrington. <laughs> Harrington. That's interesting. I'm just trying to come up with the weirdest names. That is a strange name. That would be a strange name. Steve, not old. <laughs> What's his name? Not old. Young. Steve Young. Okay, thank you. Anyway. Damn. It's like the uh the whatever, the biggest quarterback in the NFL right now. So, Steve Young on a holiday. Well, on, actually, I guess Brett Favre probably is right now. And, hmm. On a holiday. On a game day. Holiday. Right? Like, they play on Celebrate. Thanksgiving. They don't. They don't? No. No. See, uh, now, for those of you that don't live around here, Carol is is confused because <laughs> the Detroit Lions play mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving every year. And the Dallas Cowboys decided to fucking ride our coattails. And they also have a game. On Thanksgiving now. Uh, but, so those two games play, but not everyone in the NFL does. Just those two games play. So the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. And whomever they play, hmm. plays on Thanksgiving. But everyone else has the day off. Really? Yes. So why is it such a big thing? Why is what such a big Watching thing? football on Thanksgiving. Because it's a tradition thing. Whatever. People the Lions started it. The Lions started that because it was a day everyone had off and they were like, hey, let's play a football game because, you know, people will be around the TV or whatever. Hmm. Okay. And they they made it part of holiday tradition because that's how fucking corporations (laughs) worm their way into our lives. Right. But yeah, so he shows up and throws the uh, football around and everybody plays this game of tackle or touch football. I don't know. Whatever. Well, he shows up. Yeah, they do a fucking jeans commercial on the uh, on the lawn of just him like you know soft tossing the ball around, right? Um, but he he shows up, but he shows up like two hours late. Yeah, which m- Joe's about to leave makes sense, probably with his family because it is Thanksgiving, right? But yeah, he sticks around and throws the football around with him. Steve catches a touchdown pass, and Steve Young throws the ball. And Steve catches it, not himself, but the, <laughs> the you know Steve Sanders catches it, and he just goes ah oh, perfect or whatever. It's like is he complimenting his own throw? Because that was a routine <laughs> catch. Oh, that's funny. It's like you're not even in pads, dude. Come on, <laughs> settle down. So Joe is blown away. Oh, well, that's later, <laughs> Donna, because she did this for him. Yeah, it's such a. It's I mean, it would be. It would be cool. 
Mm-hmm. He throws him a football and says, like, hey, Joe, you know, good luck or whatever. We'll see you in the Hall of Fame. Steve Young. Yeah. Well, yeah, then he has a heart-to-heart with him. He's like, hey, you know, I heard about, uh, you know, you being uh, benched or whatever. You're the famous CU quarterback. And I thought he was going to be like, get that fucking bitch away from I thought you. so, too. I thought so, too. He's going to be like, you got to focus on the game. Right. But he said, um, you know, eventually the game comes to an end for everybody. And, you know, you should take this time to figure out what you're going to do with your life after yeah. football or whatever. And then he uh, flashes a Super Bowl ring. And <laughs> I'm sure it was really exciting for football fans. I guess. I mean, how many football fans do you think watch 90210? Good point. I don't think there's a huge crossover <laughs> there. I think it was exciting for Ian Ziering. Yeah. I think he said to the producers, hey, let's get Steve Montana. There you go. Steve Young. <laughs> Joe Montana was the quarterback before. And so then later. You know that name, don't you? Joe Montana. I mean, vaguely. I don't know who he is or anything about him, but he was I the recognize the name. the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. So, backing it up for a second. During Thanksgiving dinner, also Joe says, hey, y'all need to say grace. It's Thanksgiving. He turns into Harry Carey. (laughs) Shut up. Hey. I got an idea. Let's say grace. And you'd think that, like, they were all, I don't know, Jewish, pagan, atheist, like, I don't know, they all looked like... Hindu? That You would think none of them were Christians, okay? You would think none of them were Christians. Okay. Because they all looked at each other like, what the fuck? What the... God! What is he talking about? What's grace? And then Steve did a comical, like... What what was the stupid thing he said? Rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, God. Yeah. Let's eat. Which... I feel like it's from a movie or a it's TV It's from somewhere, show. yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of rude and insulting to somebody who actually wants to say grace, I think. But anyways. Yes. So he, he prayed with them. And let's so, not talk about religion. So that, what? So let's not talk about religion. We can't talk about sports and politics. We probably shouldn't talk about religion <laughs> either. Um. So that's kind of the first indication. We believe whatever you believe out there. That's what we believe about all things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. We're on your side. <laughs> you know how people fight and like, you know, they're so divided and everything and it's all terrible and all that stuff. Yeah. We're on your side. We believe all the stuff you believe, no matter how fucking crazy it is. Anyway, go ahead. Later that night, Donna tells him that she wants to uh, be with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, she no. Says, I've got a cherry for you. It's like, oh, no, I guess I just better just get this out here now. And it's his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they do it. <laughs> no, it turns out he also does not believe in premarital sex. And I knew it. As soon as he said grace, I knew that they were... They were chalking it up to where he wasn't going to want to have sex. Yeah, so she stays a virgin. And she's like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe it. I also don't believe in premarital sex. And he was like, well, she just wanted to fuck me. What, what the hell? 
She's like, well, I thought I'd have to do that to not lose you. And then he says, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. Right. Which is a weird statement. That was a very weird statement. And also sad, if that's the case. <laughs> right. No one's ever said anything nicer to you. I'm afraid that I have to have sex with you or lose you. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they're both really excited because they found somebody who doesn't want to sleep with them. Yay. Yeah, make out. They're going to they're gonna have all kinds of fun. And I wonder if they'll get married. I wonder if he's going to stay on the show. I think that would work out, like, the best. Because they obviously, they're both saving themselves. And it's going to be hard to have a relationship with people who aren't saving themselves. So right. just they just need to get married. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> see what happens. So the other story is going on here. We've got Brandon and Kelly. <laughs> we got into it a little bit with a Brandon little. and Kelly. She's just like, she's pissing me off. They're both pissing me off, but it seems like it's more her. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's well, just because I don't like her. Yeah, but. she's she's easier to hate. <laughs> but they're both being very flirty the whole episode. And then everybody's leaving it's like the end of the Thanksgiving feast. And she's like, I'm, oh, wait, because they go to Nats to feed homeless people. Correct. And so the, everybody's leaving from there. And she's like, I'm not ready to go home. I don't want to be alone. Because they're at, they're at uh, the Peach Pit, yeah. So he's she like, says this. yeah. So he's like, oh, well, I've got the whole house to myself. Why don't you come back and watch horror movies with me? We'll have All a right. movie marathon. There's a horror movie marathon, you know, like they do on Thanksgiving. Right. What? What are you talking about? But I mean, it's like. At least watch planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> but I mean, that's like totally like sex stuff. Like you're going to go watch a horror <laughs> movie. Like you're going to have sex. That's because- sex stuff. <laughs> horror movies are sex stuff <laughs> they're alone she's gonna get scared and want to be comforted it's a whole thing oh, okay and then well, now i now you've given me the playbook girl <laughs> thanks and and then like he's making himself a turkey sandwich yeah and she says can i just stay the night because mm-hmm. i'm gonna she's be so tired, tired to, after the movie too tired to drive home like what the fuck what the fuck lady and they had just (laughs) talked about that they were gonna be good and not have sex and then she asked can she spend the night right and he's like that's gonna make it more difficult well it's gonna make it harder he says (laughs) um and she says well you know i can sleep in uh steve's room and he says steve uh claire's okay and he says oh you better lock the door like or i'll rape you (laughs) Right there, it's like either have sex or leave. If he's telling you you got to lock the door, this is not appropriate. No, not at all. So, yeah. So she does, though. She stays the night. And we assume she locks the door. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to assume. I mean, based on the way they're talking, I guess, but she's also wearing his shirt. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Like, what the fuck? She's wearing his shirt, and then they sit down, and they're like, oh, I'm glad that we were good and... We didn't cheat on each other. And then he kisses her. Yeah. And um, I almost called her Andrea. Fuck. Valerie mm-hmm. comes home and sees them through the window yeah. kissing and snuggling and laughing. And, and she's in Brandon's shirt. And she's all uh, <clears throat> happy about it, too. I don't know why, but. 
Do you think she's happy? She had a big smile on her face. I think she just wants to get Kelly in trouble because she thinks Kelly's a bitch. Eh, well, I don't blame her for that. At one point, Kelly says, he's, he's like, he says, what happened to us? And Kelly says, that's, you know, it's hard to say or whatever. And then she says that she knew if she'd picked between um, Dylan and Brandon that it would end their friendship. And he's like, and now Dylan's gone. Yeah, she, he's like, so you did the honorable thing. Right. Yeah. That's what that, start talking about that. Which I don't I don't know about that. I no. think they had a way different plan for the whole I choose myself thing. Yeah. Whatever. So, do you think that they're going to get back together? God, I hope not. I don't want them to, but I think that's what they're hinting at. I really like Susan Keats, his I think girlfriend. She, yeah, she's fine. I don't like Colin that much, but... No, Colin can go jump off a bridge, but... Susan I don't stick around. I don't like Brandon and Kelly together. No, I don't either. This is upsetting. I don't think they're a good couple. And I don't know if it's just that those two people don't have good chemistry or if it's just they haven't written it well, but it doesn't work. No. Well, it's just it's just her character sucks. That's yeah. all. Period. She, she used to be good. Yeah. Character used to be, you know, relatable. Not anymore. No. They ruined her character. Let's see. We got two more stories. We have okay, uh, David and Valerie and his mom. Mm-hmm. Because what's the other story? Uh, Claire and Steve. Okay. So this was supposed to be Valerie and Brandon throwing Thanksgiving dinner for all their friends. No parents. Apparently, this was a no parents gathering. Yeah, no parents. We're free. <laughs> Which, by the way. They picked up pies from the Peach Pit for this event. Yeah. I feel like they should have invited Nat. Yeah, maybe they should have made their own fucking pies. Something. Like, they're trying the to do their own uh, their own Thanksgiving. So, now, Valerie would not have pulled it off. She just wouldn't have. No. Um, it's hard to do completely by yourself. Yeah, but David's mom manages because she does it. <laughs> Yeah. She just takes over. Like, Valerie's getting pissed. She's telling David, you know, get her out of my way. Like, you know, I don't want her to do this. I want to do it. Get this fucking whore out of here. I don't care if she tried to kill herself. And then in the morning, she wakes up and it's nine o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's way too late. She's like, oh my God, you know, the turkey's never been done in time. Yeah, it's not going to be done in time to eat at noon. Like, everyone fucking eats dinner at noon on Thanksgiving for some reason. It's weird. Yeah, I think it's weird. I don't know how early people eat on Thanksgiving. It is, but like I don't usually eat at noon, but I usually eat like three, four. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. But you want to have time for second dinner. I think that's what it is. (laughs) I guess (laughs) it's more like Thanksgiving lunch, and then Thanksgiving dinner is the turkey sandwiches you eat afterwards. Exactly. So, yeah. So his mom annoyed the fuck out of her, but she also saved the day. Which she was okay with at the end. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, it's way too hard. Like, I tried to, like, just even making a turkey and I needed help. Like, you know, you can't. I think it's better when everybody contributes. I agree. I made our turkey last year. Yeah, you make the best turkey ever. Oh, thank you. He puts, like, butter and spices and stuff underneath the skin so it, like, cooks in there. It's really good. 
I and I made it uh, breast side up, everyone. <laughs> Which is how Nat recommends you cook it too. Yeah, I'd listen to Nat, but she says to do a breast side down because the it, uh, the white meat then doesn't get uh, dried out. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole point of the butter. I do see. I do the butter underneath the skin and and. And everything. It's a whole thing. And the butter on <laughs> top of the skin, too. It's a whole It's a whole thing. It's a whole delicious thing that's making me hungry. LateFee1994 at AOL.com <laughs> if you want my recipe for breast-side-up turkey. Yeah, you should definitely get the recipe. And Claire and Steve. Claire takes Steve to a faculty party. Mm-hmm. That's weird to Oh, yeah. Me. I guess we're done with David and Valerie and her mom. Aren't we? Like, what else is there to mom. say? I mean, I guess, well, at the end, she's staying at his dorm. Yeah, she stays the night at his house. And she, No, the dorm. Dorm. And she's like, uh, he's like, oh, you, you're going to stay the night? I can't believe it. So like, I thought my bed was too lumpy. She's like, yeah, but, you know, I'll manage or whatever. And she, he's like, oh, it was a great day. And she's like, yeah, it was a great day. And there's just one more thing that uh, <laughs> would make it really great. He's like, what's that? And she's like, make love to me. <laughs> She wants the stuffing. If you yes, uh, my drift. But uh, no, it's it's a weird, it's a really awkward, weird line. Yeah, it's also weird that Brandon knew he was going to have the house to himself, and David didn't know that Valerie was spending the night. Why did Brandon know that, but David didn't? I don't know. I guess Valerie was like, "I'm going to stay with David." I guess. Don't tell him it's a surprise. Everyone thinks that a good Thanksgiving uh, surprise is uh, sex. I guess. I guess. And Stuff then, yourself with a bunch of food, then let's have sex. I mean, just like Steve ends up staying at Claire's. Yeah. It's like it was orchestrated for Brandon to be alone. Kind of. I and mean, they sort of, Valerie and David kind of, like, talked int- about intimate that. that. Yeah. David's like, yeah, they've been circling each other ever since their significant others left. It's awful. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyways, Claire takes Steve to this faculty party, and it's weird. Like, her dad's the chancellor or whatever, so I guess... Chancellor Arnold. I guess it makes sense for her to be there, but I don't think it really does. It's the faculty, and she's a student. Yeah, it seems weird. I agree. She's, like, the only student there, too. And then people are talking shit about Steve. Like, what? It seemed weird. Like, because his faculty advisor was like... Oh, yeah, you two are dating. I guess opposites do attract. Because you're a fucking dumbass. Yeah, he's like, how's remedial math treating you? Like, what a dick. (laughs) Then he just, he grabs a pitcher of beer and a bowl of nuts and goes and sits in the corner and pouts. (laughs) It's a really attractive thing to do. Right. But it seems kind of like they're purposely messing with him almost. Well, because of what happens next, yeah. Because, yeah, then they come, they're like, oh, let's show you around. And The faculty advisor comes over and he's like, hey, let me introduce. Don't sit here in the corner pouting. Like, you know, we you haven't talked to anybody all night. Let me introduce you to some people. And then he comes up and just so happens to come up to two literary professors who are arguing what the bigger influence was on American sitcoms. The farces, uh, or the the uh, the comedies of Shakespeare, or the French farces of like uh, I don't know uh, Truffaut or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, fucking Steve's like, well, my mom uh, always said that uh, you know her show reminded the writing on her show reminded me her of Noel, Noel Coward, 
whenever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like a really uh, strenuous segue into... <laughs> and then they were like, "What's? Oh, who's your mom? Samantha Sanders from Hartley House. And they're like, oh my God, we all fucking love that show. Right? They're all super fans for some reason. Yeah, one of them invites him to be a speaker in his class and because the, of this. And the other professor's like... Oh, do you think do you think I could Oh, I couldn't ask. <laughs> like she's trying to get a fucking piece of chocolate cake or something. Right. And uh he's like, you know, oh, the scripts. Yeah, you can you can see one of the scripts. Yeah, apparently they're all bound at his mom's house. That's That's weird. also weird, yeah. What do you think? Do you, what do you think's the biggest influence on American sitcoms? I I have no real uh thought to weigh in on that. Well, my thought is, and I don't know where, where where what the influence on this is, but to me, it's vaudeville. Okay, the vaudeville performers of the you know the turn of the century, because then that led to the radio comedy. Mm-hmm. Radio comedy is where is where sitcoms come from. Okay, basically, you know, uh, I mean, I Love Lucy was the you know the basically the original situation comedy but as far as a well i don't know like fibber mcgee and molly and some of the other honeymooners radio ones yeah the honeymooners too um yeah like fibber mcgee and molly and like you know because you you you, that's more of a sitcom you talk about like and there was one that betty white was on i don't remember what it was called that started as a radio one too um but if you because if you juxtapose that to like Burns and Allen, like George Burns and Gracie Allen, their show, that's more of like a a vaudeville kind of, like a variety show almost, you know what I mean? Where they're doing comic skits or bits. Hmm. Um, and not necessarily like the cohesive structure of a family sitcom. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it comes from Shakes. I don't think it comes from either, honestly. I don't think, I mean, as much as whatever influenced vaudeville, I guess, is... Would be my answer. Okay. So that's it for uh, 90210, I Is believe. It? I believe so. Did uh, I miss anything? I always do. I'm sure we missed some stuff. Well, Claire, so the the end of that story is, is you know, Steve schmoozes everybody and everyone's super impressed oh, with yeah. him and stuff. And Claire says, oh, my, I think my dad fell in love with him. And she goes, well, I think I did too. And she pulls at her, her collar. Yeah, she does. It's very fake. The the way she presents that. I thought she was going to say, and I think I fell out of love with him. <laughs> I think he's a dick. But no, apparently she's falling in love with him. Well, I mean, good for them. I think they're a good couple. I do too. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the episode now. <laughs> so you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. And check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Do that, too. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.